Hey y'all, Ed Carvajal, mixed martial arts analyst for Sure Dog, MMA News, My MMA News, and a bunch of other websites. Here to give you a quick reaction on the uh, announcement of Conor McGregor uh, doing his second retirement tweet. So, um, if y'all don't know, he did this like, was it before or after the boxing? I, f I think it was after the, the first Nate Diaz loss. Because he wasn't getting the re immediate rematch that he wanted. Then it got pushed back. He had that issue with the, uh, you know, when he cornered his friend at the Bellator card that same summer in Dublin. They pushed out the, they pushed the, uh, the rematch back so he could deal with um, the opponent, Blake died, if you remember. You can research all this, but uh, so I'm calling shenanigans on it. I think uh, this is just another, we're seeing wash, rinse, repeat. Um, McGregor's been adamant. Um, if you saw that video on ESPN, which was recorded by Mike Pendleton of uh, BJPen.com, and uh, he also writes at MyMMANews.com, same site, one of the sites I contribute to. He's been on my other podcast before that I do with Matt Hawkins, the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. But uh, if you've seen that, um, if you saw that video, he brings up how he wants a uh, uh, claim in the company, in the UFC. Um, obviously, it's owned by Endeavor, formerly known as WMEIMG. And then with all the with all the uh, partnerships they've made with ESPN, I mean, maybe they're happy to let him go. But, I mean, uh, Dana White's... If you go by Brett Okamoto, um, Dana White is, seems to be cool with Conor retiring because he's got all kinds of money. Um, however... If we known uh, since twenty since since the sale of the UFC, Dana White has pretty much done the opposite of anything he says publicly, as far as matches go and things like that. So um, he's probably trying to call his bluff. But uh, you know, Dana, the the president of the UFC is not the president of the UFC uh, like it was under the Fertitta when the Fertitta brothers owned it. You know, he has bosses he has to answer to now. And then, uh, obviously, the thing with ESPN. If ESPN, which has gone directly into the pay-per-view business by being the exclusive distributor of all the future UFC pay-per-views, starting with UFC 236, you have to be an ESPN Plus uh, subscriber to buy the pay-per-view. So, um, they obviously need somebody that draws in pay-per-views. And uh, as we've seen in Connor's 10 years in the sport... He's the guy. He does that. So I don't see that. Uh, I, I it, My prediction is this. If we don't see McGregor fighting by July, International Fight Week July, um, he's going to fight Khabib in Madison Square Garden. Just because uh, if, 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 I was, if I was holding any cards or any of the cards or the money that McGregor has, that would be that, that's how I come back. Because that's the money you're gonna offer. You're gonna offer me Mayweather money. That's for like because he made that 11 million with May, uh, uh, boxing uh, Mayweather. You're gonna get that offer to come back, especially if their pay-per-views are suffering. Like many are predicting, because the ESPN thing 
is ridiculous. I mean, if you, you they want you to, you pretty much have to subscribe to a paywall to pay more money for your pay-per-views. Um, and for those already asking, if you haven't heard about this news or don't know anything about it, um, commercial establishments will still be able to show events. That means bars will still have UFC pay-per-views. So if you're like me and you're not credentialed or at the event live, then um, you know you, uh, the bar is your go-to. It's the smart choice economically. So that's where I am with that. Um, the uh, We're going to go deeper into the, the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. We're going to go deeper into uh, all this news with the McGregor and ESPN um, and do some fight predictions for the upcoming weekend. Obviously, you have Bellator 219 and ESPN Red, as I like to call the free ESPN that's on your TV that you don't have to you know pay any extra for because you're already paying your cable bill or whatever but um yeah that's this weekend justin gaethje um and edson barbosa headline that event so which is right before the next pay-per-view so they're gonna look for them to try to drag you in look for a lot of ads um but that's the next one we can all watch without having to fork over any extra dough if you guys have listened to coast to coast combat hour matt and i have talked about it at length um you know it's becoming more and more expensive to be a fight fan um also the zone just up there uh you know monthly costs from $8.99 a month to uh, $20 a month. And if you're a boxing guy, the zone is great. Bellator is on there too. But Bellator simulcast with Paramount Network. So you can still be a Bellator fan without, you know, breaking the bank um, for now. You know, God, Lord knows who your carrier is and who they're going to want to keep and drop. But um, yeah, that's where we're at, man. 2019, I feel like it's going to be... Uh, the year of the cord cutting mma fans or something and you got to figure out how you want your fight content a la carte but um so we'll be reviewing ufc nashville and stuff like that um i'm going to uh, publish this app later tonight so if you have any questions or comments you want to chime in uh and you're using anchor you can obviously voice your opinion on this podcast and i'll publish it along with a, a reaction when i publish the other podcast tonight so but i just wanted to uh, get out there i haven't done anything in a couple of weeks so um but i've been consistent with coast to coast combat hour actually beltor 219 uh one half of the co-main oh, one half of the co-main he's the main event uh Saad Awad we had him on Coast to Coast Combat Hour a few weeks ago so if you haven't checked that out please listen to and subscribe to Coast to Coast Combat Hour it's Coast number two and then Coast again Combat Hour um you can get that anywhere you get this podcast so um check that out we had Wonder Boy on there before his loss uh, last weekend man I will be talking about all that stuff tonight and more uh make sure you give me and, and him and, and uh myself a follow at Combat Hour I'm at Carbazel on Twitter, and Matt is at MMAHawk21 on Twitter as well. And uh, I'll talk to you later. So here's a new twist. Obviously, I recorded the uh, McGregor's retirement my thoughts on it and stuff after and when it initially came out which was kind of early in the day or early in the morning it came out overnight late last night i forget i forget when he had, his tweet came out and then i did the recording this afternoon but then late afternoon the new york times publishes an article 
that is uh and if you're deep into the um if you've been following along this was like back in late december or or mid-january i forget it was uh uh dead of winter which is pretty much all the time in new jersey but uh um so there was some rumor going around that uh mcgregor had sexually assaulted a woman in his homeland of uh, ireland um i may have alluded to it before but when the new york times publishes something then it comes to the you know then you have to start wondering how how factual the rumors are if they're even rumors anymore and um so now now you have to wonder if this was really um if, if this has anything to do with financial negotiations with the UFC as far as holding stakes in the company or, or card placement and if it has anything to do with like uh, you know uh, branding damage control for the Conor McGregor brand you know his whiskey's doing well and um, you know he was on Jimmy Fallon last night so you gotta wonder where the uh, the announcement and, and the tweets and all that stuff come from or where the timing comes from it's just so weird because on jimmy fallon you know he's saying he's he's uh he stays ready and he was in negotiations in july and he talks about politics and and as far as um booking a, a some kind of fight for international fight week in july that was literally like you know the tonight show which is on like at 11 o'clock at night lord knows when they recorded they probably recorded it on a you know before that it looked pre-recorded because they're at some bar and then um you know you go to uh you know later in the day and then this news comes out you know so which i'm sure fallon and folks are just like ooh, you know we're over here having fun with this guy and he might be guilty of a sexual assault so nobody knows obviously because that or if you look at that i think it was in the i don't know if it was in the independent or in the mirror uh, one of the irish publications in december january they say they never named mcgregor they just talk about a huge irish sports star and a woman being uh, assaulted no one is ever named in the report so everyone started you know there's people close to the situation that said it was you know him or what have you so um i don't know we'll see what happens i'm hoping there's nothing criminal and i hope it's all just a regular bs of of politics and negotiating for super fights and stuff like that and if he walks away then he walks away um you know he's got enough money i i think uh, forbes reported the new york times article said that forbes reported he made 99 million dollars last year so obviously and he he himself has said that fighting is like his third means of income obviously the liquor the the you know the booze thing is his number one and i get i would assume real estate and stuff i know he's bought a lot of properties probably his second and then um fallon he talked about his uh he's trying to build a clothesline too because he's into uh he's into fashion and stuff or whatever so i mean not a bad place to be at 30 years old but i'm i've always been adamant about you know if you make a lot of money at a very young age you can do a lot of very stupid things i mean you look at john jones and you look at all these young rich dummies that are getting in trouble and doing dumb stuff i mean all the time and media pop culture media whatever you want to call it tabloid type news so we'll see but um there's definitely obviously it's only tuesday <laughs> so i'm sure more will come out of all of this stuff uh when the new york times publishes something you're probably going to want to address it especially somebody like mcgregor who likes to spend time in new york you know he uh 
I'm sure he's going to want to address that. So um, we talked about it on the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast. I just got done recording with Matthew. So if you're not subscribed to that, please subscribe. Coast to Coast Combat Hour. Um, iTunes, Anchor, Google Play, everywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, I guess uh, if you're not following me on Twitter, follow me at Cart Basil. You'll see all the stuff I write, all the podcasts I produce. Uh, everything goes on YouTube. The blogboardjungle.com has a YouTube channel. That's where the video part of the podcast goes. So if you want to see us, you know, any friendly banter in the fighters' faces and stuff that we interview, you can go there. And um, I did some predictions for UFC Philly on that podcast as well. So if you're looking for your picks for this weekend, um, just real quick, my the last time I checked, a, a good part, their underdogs, Justin Gaethje and Michelle Watterson, are both underdogs in their fights. Um, so I think that might be a smart parlay for anyone that listens and likes to place the bets because that, that's what I'll be doing. Watterson, Watterson Gaethje, um, slight underdogs last time I checked. But, you know, I am no professional gambler by any means. So, you know... Take that advice at your own risk or whatever disclaimer you want to add to that. So that's it from me. Um, uh, We'll talk to you probably this weekend. Take care.